Hello to all. Hello and welcome to our to our beautiful uh, cove. Yes, we're Kelly and I moved to a cove. I think we would do well in a cove. Uh, we could be smugglers. We could be smugglers. We both love the beach. Yeah, I think that's fun. That's a good, uh, mark that down on, uh, future possibilities for us. <laughs> uh, write that down as when the Patreon gets a little mm-hmm, higher. Mm-hmm. When we get, when we get to that 1K mark <laughs> that we have never reached. <laughs> Still holding strong around 700, but we love it. We Very lucky. I won $2 on a scratchy lucky. the other day. Did I tell you? Hey. Pretty Hey, that's that's something. It's looking up. Things are looking up. Um, hi, everyone, and welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And uh, we're doing a podcast for you right hey, now. It's live, baby. It, it's live. It's, it's live for us, recorded for you, mm-hmm. for your pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly... How the hell are you? What's going on? Oh, not too much, you know. We, um, mm-hmm. uh, it's January. <laughs> That's kind of cool. You're doing, you're doing dry January. I'm doing dry January. So, um, kind of two facets of that. We've been playing a lot of Scrabble in my house. Okay, yeah. And, um, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we've been watching some Survivor. Some old, old, oh. uh, Survivor. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Yes. From like it is. it's it is interesting. Thank you for saying from so. from the from the late nineties. Uh, no, we're just or? watching um, this particular season that we're watching right now is from two thousand sixteen. In fact. Oh, wow! I didn't know legally they were allowed to still do that show. <laughs> you yeah, that is. <laughs> there's a guy who literally on the season we're watching like he has. A, an episode like a heart episode and they have to bring a doctor and they do like a scan and they're like well it wasn't a heart attack so you can stay if you want it's very like bf skinner i'm like why are we still putting these people through this it's not ethical get them out i'll tell you what's not ethical all the like faux indigenous imagery survivor oh, is no all... they're still doing that too oh, it's a hundred percent no it's really weird it's really weird that there hasn't been just like an update to the, you know, get Mark Summers out of there or whatever. Didn't he? Legends of the Hidden Temple yeah. is what I'm thinking. Yes, yes, that's correct. That's the mood board. That's the, that's what, yeah, the, right, that's exactly. Yeah. That was the same the same set decorator. <laughs> right, exactly. Got his big break, his second big career break for, for Survivor. Um, how are you, Lillian? <laughs> I'm fine, I'm fine. Um... What have I been up to? Oh, I did have kind of a... I don't know if this is really going to translate, but I will certainly try. Um, I had kind of a... It felt like a service experience. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Uh, I was at the the post office shipping one of our beautiful shirts, Mm -hmm. still available uh, on our website. And uh, I was doing this self-shipping little kiosk, Mm -hmm. and uh, this person was, you know, having an interaction with one of the uh, postal workers trying to send something. And I could hear it escalating, and I feel like we all have a special ear for that. You can hear the the, the tone change, you mm-hmm. know. And this person was like, uh, the postal worker was like, "Okay, so I, I just really can't send this without a return address. Like, just legally, I, I can't do that, you know." Um, the person's like, "Well, I've done it before," 
and he was like, mm, I, okay, but I just, I can't, I can't do it here. You know what? You, he was like, you could make something up if you'd like, but I really just can't have it blank. And this person was like, no, I, I know I've done, you have to let me ship it without a return address. Uh, at which point I was thinking like, uh, you know, this is really, this person seems to be one of the main reasons why you need to have a return address. Right. Whatever this per- whatever this person's shipping and vehemently does not want a return address, right. you know, that might be part of the problem. That's kind of... <laughs> gives me uh, pause. Gives me pause. It gives me, yeah. So kind of, you and know, to, I saw and, the and whole... the climate today, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So anyways, uh, but this person, it got to the point where this person was... Uh, banging on the plastic like separator window calling the postal worker a bitch it was a man not that that matters (laughs) and (laughs) (laughs) go on (laughs) it just it it just makes it it's a different texture exactly exactly um, and just absolutely <laughs> shrieking, yeah. like shrieking about it, being like, you have to fucking do this for me. Just, and it's, you know, obviously this person is unwell and not receiving the proper, uh, mental health treatment they should be getting, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, it was quite alarming. They said, okay, well now you've threatened a federal employee. We will have to call the cops. You know, as uh, <laughs> I'm sure, you know, they have to do. Anyways, this person left, you know, abruptly after that, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but I it was one of those, you're like, oh, okay, I heard federal, you know, I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. Um, they can't but, find uh, me. They don't have my return address. So. Exactly. Sweet. And I bested them yet again <laughs> without the return address. So who's the winner yeah. here in this situation? Anyways, but it, the person left and the, the mood in the post office was so like, post restaurant yes, freak out. Totally. It was exactly the same thing, except I was like, man, I would kill for a plastic barrier on all of those days. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, I, I was almost to the point where I was like, maybe I should linger and just say to the postal worker, like, Hey, you know, I hope you have a good day and I'm sorry or whatever. But of course they were like by then gossiping with their coworkers, like we would have done exactly. Right. Um, but anyways, it was just a very funny interaction where I was like, man, this whole scenario, it feels just so familiar, you know? Anyways. So that's it. That uh, will suffice for how I'm doing. <laughs> I'm going to put my, it was like looking in a mirror, really. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, that'll be the how are you doing story for at least a couple weeks. Yeah. I'm just going to say the return address story. That's how I'm doing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's been tough to, uh, feel positively lately. Yeah. I should say in a, so. in a different way. I don't even mean we got Cuomo saying, Hey, guess what? We're going to reopen stuff until it hits critical mass. Everybody. I'm going to say the words critical mass to the people of New York. If you're saying uh, critical I, mass, you better be on a fixed gear, okay? Thank you very much. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, and, you know, throwing vaccines in the trash, and here I am. I just, it has been one thing after another yeah. here. Yeah, it's, um, as, as, as ever, Cuomo is making me feel, um, 
frigid. Yeah. Yeah. That's the kindest way to put it. I mean, it's just... No, it's really fucking bad. It's really bad. Um, It's really crazy. I mean, this has been said. It's not a unique thought at all, but it is really crazy to hear the exact talking points, mm -hmm. the exact phrasing Mm -hmm. that, you know, Republicans were using in March, in April, from Cuomo, who's posited himself as the fucking champion, the defeater of COVID. Mm-hmm. It's... No, it's a total slimeball move. I can't actually... Be- I mean, the ball's on this guy. The ball, Honestly. The balls. I mean, you're gonna say it. I, I mean, I honestly... I would say... I would have thought he would have, again, camouflaged it a little bit. Uh, yes! Yes! It's just... It's so despicable, and it's like... Do you think we don't have a memory? Like, what do you think is going on? That you just literally come out and say, well, the economy, like, to say the economy, to say, you know what I mean? Like, to put no, it exactly. in some other way, because it's like, we, we were there the whole fucking time. I'm here, bro. I'm still here, bro. It's so yeah. frustrating and so alarming, and I cannot wait until he is dead in a ditch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I hope he takes his lip syncer with him, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and everyone else that my dad messaged me about <laughs> during this whole thing. Okay. Um Yeah, I um yeah, that was like really, really disheartening and just scary and sad and everything. It's just like, okay, great. Yeah, it's somehow I mean you think you felt it all. Right. Right. And then there's some kind of new weird anger sadness form that is taking over your mind and body. Yeah. And you're like, wait, I didn't know that this was a new strain that I could feel. Right. I thought I'd been through right. it. Right. It's that onion headline that it's like man loses last bit of hope he didn't even know. <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah, every exactly. time is that. Every time. Every time is yeah. that. Um, it's like I didn't only... know I was still holding on to anything. I mm-hmm, didn't know. Right. Yeah, totally. Um, the funny side of that sort of uh, thing, I guess, uh, if I can use that perfect word, uh, is the uh, the Andrew, Andrew Yang comment, which really made me L-M-A-O. Yes. Oh, my God, that was so funny. A much-needed uh, political laugh. Yes, yeah, so funny. He was like, well, I couldn't possibly. I could not possibly be living in... New York, dirty old New York in a two-bedroom apartment. Two-bedroom with my kids? Can you imagine? I was like, R.I.P. your campaign. Yeah. Again, you're an idiot. Goodbye. It's like, yeah. I I mean, we talked about it yesterday, but we were just like, yeah, you could really do some basic PR of, like, you scrambling with your kids at home, take a bunch of pictures of you working with your kid in your lap. Oh, my God, this is what we're all going through. You could... easily fucking do that you're such a fucking it's like how out of touch these people are is so remarkable that they don't even know like Mm -hmm. right that you don't know that saying that Mm -hmm. is gonna completely tank your fucking campaign before it's even off the ground yeah who do you think that endears you to so weird dude 
it's so scary how much they don't know. It's and they think that fucking poor people don't know anything. I'm like, you don't know how to fucking talk. You don't know how to talk. So, but it's so weird to me too because it's like rich people think that they work. You know what I mean? Like it's like a stay-at-home mom with a classic six off the park whose kids are doing virtual learning at like you know fucking whatever Waldorf school still thinks that she's working hard and that it's hard to have her kids be doing. You know what I mean? Like. It's so weird to me sure. because it's like it doesn't even appeal to because rich people have mm-hmm, such delusional mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ideas about themselves. Totally. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. I'm like, you're not just yeah. spitting in the eye of poor people. You're rich people think that they do that. Sure. Oh, that's a good point. So Yeah, it's just dumb all around, dumb really. Around. And then another big dummy that we gotta touch on. Oh. Dummy of the week, Jose Andreas. Okay. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Real weird bonehead move. I mean, that guy fucking... No, I know. But, uh, but... Just... Because it was that night, right? I think so. I think so. So, for those who don't know, for um, obvious reasons... For those who don't care, stop listening. (laughs) For those who don't know, this is what's going on. Um, Jose Andreas, who sort of famously, like, he... He, he does this all the time where he goes and serves a large amount of food to, you know, he did it after Maria. He was very, like, resistance because after Maria he fed, you know. And that's, this isn't me disparaging that's, that work. but Well, it's also, yeah, I mean, talk about good PR, essentially. Right. So he, yeah. um, he's a restaurateur in D.C. And he has, like, a, so many restaurants. You've been to one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, and so he feeds like he does this where he'll he'll set up and he'll feed you know hundreds of people thousands of people, and he decided to do that for the fucking DC police. <laughs> okay, the night of the insurrection, because of some reason, some misguided idea about hospitality. So fucking weird. So weird. Uh, I, it's almost, I, I can't even understand that angle. It's crazy. Like, it's just such a, again, it's such a misunderstanding of what the average person's perspective on these situations is. It's like the average person is like, fuck the police. But also, it's like, what is this literally? Are you doing a really ham-fisted, quite literally reaching across the I table? Is that thinks. what this is? It's like, you'll come, you'll eat our food. and You'll and break you'll, bread. You'll break bread and you'll, you'll have to listen. And you'll have to humanize. It's like, no, babe. Especially, I'm like, that's the police force you're going to get? What? They they spent all day doing nothing anyways. They don't need to be fed. Right. I hope they had their bellies full, and that's why they were being so lazy. They couldn't That at least run. is understandable they're... to me. You had a big bowl of chili. I can't oh, even these... catch one guy. No. They're too fast. I can't fast. run. It's all churning I'm up sweating. in the tummy. We've all been there. I mean, I can sympathize. <laughs> I can sympathize with that big time. <laughs> Officer. <laughs> um. My lunch was too big. Now I'm kind of sleepy. I don't know. 
Wait, is there something going on today or is that tomorrow? I've been there. I get it. Get it. You don't make the right appointment. You know, you're, you're groggy. Digesting. Anyways, yeah, fucking idiot. Really crazy. Fucking idiot. Um, because the police, especially in this moment, they have not one supporter. You know what I mean? Because it's the people, the the right-wing mm. insurrection people are like, why didn't they do more to help us? Why didn't they right. join up arms with us? Why were they even trying to have some semblance they, of control? Right. And like, well, we've come to find out they were in the crowd <laughs> in large numbers. But yes, at the time, we, uh, you know, it wasn't known for sure. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and then the left obviously is like, fuck you guys. Like, piece of shit. Yeah. Like, I just don't Good understand stuff. who in this moment is like, like, who is a friend to the police right now? Yeah. Well... <clears throat> One man stands One man. alone. A beacon. <laughs> a lone reed. Oh, God. They'll always eventually explicitly show you. That's the thing. Yeah. So you, you can just wait a little bit um, if you, you know, if you want. <laughs> if you want. If you have time. If, if you have time to wait around. Um, okay. Shall we? Shall we dance? Move on to our subject. Shall we dance? Uh we're doing a fluff piece a little bit this yeah, week. Yeah, you guys have enough on your plate. You have enough on your plate. We we have enough on our plate at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mostly I'm stressing myself out for no reason, so. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be bothered. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about, there's a new uh, eater piece about designing wine labels. We thought we talked a little bit about that. Um, you know, just for fun. For fun. And that uh, piece is if you Google uh, Eater wine labels, um, it's going to take you to a piece from 2016, and um, you can read it, but it's not going to be what we're talking about today, 100%. Right, right. Uh, One of us might have done that by accident, but... Who can say? um, Who can say who? Um, Anyways, but yeah, the one from... A few days ago, January 8th, 2021, What Goes Into Designing a Wine uh, Label by Brittany Holloway-Brown. Um, it's kind of, yeah, it's an interesting little, uh, you know, they, they profile a few different artists and, uh, you know, talk about their process of designing. For wine makers, yeah. you know, what you might expect. It actually was kind of interesting to compare the two articles because... Um, yeah. The other one is from 2016, and um, <laughs> and so even though obviously like for us and for so many people, natural wine was not only mainstream, but 2016, like it was the only, I mean, same as now, it's the only thing I drink. I don't, yeah. in 2016, I wasn't, you know, unless I was at my mom's house, um, but Weirdly, the article is, like, framed like natural wine is still on the periphery. And... Uh, yeah. And so it's really interesting because this is an interview with three um, illustrators, graphic designers, about specifically designing labels for natural wines. And so it's it's really interesting to see, like, the contrast in... This is all about mood boards and inspiration Mm -hmm. and the other one is like Mm -hmm. 
well, is it good or bad to buy your wine based on the label? Like, mm. Yeah, it's a completely different, uh, you know, wine landscape totally. for sure. And, uh, yeah, the stark, it is a very stark difference. Um, also, can I just say, to be a bitch, Speak on it. uh, the wines featured in the 2016 <laughs> piece are some of the ugliest designs I have ever seen in my life. I could not believe it. I was like... It's like low-grade Etsy meets like I don't know like bad journal covers you find at Marshall's very much that's very much the aesthetic is like planner in the teen section of Target it's like really bad you guys it was so weird and then it's also these wine producers again conventional wine producers who are like yeah we really wanted something bold and graphic kind of something crazy that you can it's conversation starter it's like this is the ugliest shit i've ever and seen. they have then they talk to like the manager of astor wine and spirits and stuff oh my god so funny so funny and they're like yeah we would like they brought one of the wine bottles that they were kind of like talking to the designer and talking to the producer and she was like i would never ever put this in the store Wait, it says here, I just want to quote her really quickly because it's so funny. It says, any chance she would stock something like this? Like, that's the the writer. And and here's a quote. I think it's awful, (laughs) she said, then repeated it. Rain or shine? I mean, what on earth is that? She immediately rejected it without asking about the wine itself. It's like, yeah, I don't think I need to know about the wine. Yeah, I wrote that down too. She said, I don't need kitsch. I don't need cupcakes. I don't need puppy dogs on the front label. It's like... Mm-hmm. got it um which it's it's tough because i think we both straddle that like you know having good taste yeah. or whatever in wine the snobbery that can come with it but then it's also just like come on man this is just ugly sorry i'm not being a fucking you know class fuck it's just like it's just fu- it's just fucking ugly yeah i don't know what you want me to say it's like I mean, I think, just like, the wrong I don't know if you aesthetic. remember this, but, like, Four Loco got, like, sued, I think, um, <laughs> because they were, like, it's very evident that you're marketing towards teens. Like, you have sure. these bright colors. It's blue raspberry flavor. Mm-hmm. They're, like, it's very evident this isn't being marketed towards adults. That's how right. I feel about these wine labels. It's, like, <laughs> you are still somehow managing to not market to people who understand themselves as adults. Right. Like, yeah. how is this possible? And then natural wine is, like, such an interesting inversion of that because it's, like, so explicitly, like, you know what I mean? It's very winking. It's it's so explicitly childlike. Oh, my God. It's crazy. I mean, uh, yeah, there's a, obviously a lot to uh, to reckon with in the, uh, the natural wine design uh, world. Um, what do you, if I may ask, Kelly, Please. do you gravitate towards design stuff or are you well i will say like there is definitely an aesthetic of natural wine labels so if you Mm -hmm. don't go if you go to a store that's not explicitly a natural wine store you can spot them and i do true true do like that but i would say i do tend to like the labels that i remember are kind of the more simple austere labels i love the christian venier label 
Mm-hmm. I like the Sturkov label, that Slovenian wine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I like... Well, the Robino wines, I feel like, are so distinctive. You know, they're like those long photograph exposure. Yeah, I think there's a way that you can be distinctive without going too obnoxious with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a clear bottle. That always gets me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm like clear bottle. The cor- I can see the cork. What do you think it's about a... wax? Wax on the cork. Um... I don't know. I like that for my uh, my small batch spirits, oh. but I don't know for wine. I don't doesn't doesn't tip me one way or the okay. other. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing is that I like. I guess I just here's the thing that I feel. I feel that the French have a horrible, disgusting sense of humor, and so, so true. anything <laughs> that they do on their wine labels, I'm just like stop please. And don't, I want to stop the import of this wine from this country because (laughs) I'm like, how many times have, I mean, this is maybe a little too inside baseball, but I mean, how many times have people who we we were with work, working with natural wine have been like, and okay, so this is actually a play on, so a small apple, actually, it, it, it rhymes. If you say it in French, it's like, it means a man's engorged penis through corduroy pants. And you're like, I don't want to fucking know that, man. Who am I going to tell that to? The guy who orders it for his date? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? How is this good? I think also natural wine and the French specifically have, like, um, I mean, obviously, over-sexed culture, and we need to talk about it. Disgusting. But it's a lot of, like, I think it's natural wine, it's the earth, it's the the Mm -hmm. calendar, Mm -hmm. da-da-da-da-da. And so there is a lot of, like, you know, cheeky, winking, <sighs> breasts, pants, Get out of my legs, house. Get, no. This kind of thing. And it's like... You know what's not natural? Sin. <laughs> wait. Wait. No, but it's just... Wait, is it... Um, no, I'm just like, okay. Like, I we get it. People have sex I don't know what you I don't know what's the big what's the big deal yeah um for me yeah it's a little (laughs) too like it's wine and like it's sexy it's coming from the earth like we don't need to do this it's already yeah we already get it and it's also like yeah the people who are going to be like titillated by this I'm like you are so boring like I hate you yeah you know what I mean Don't find a, if you find a wine, if you get a chuckle out of a wine label, I don't want you in my life. Yeah. I think, you know? yeah, I go for cute over sexy any day of the week. Oh my God, of course. And as everyone should. Yeah. Um, no, I totally agree. I also really hate, and this is just from, you know, my own, my own past, but I really hate when, uh. I can tell that designs are completely digital. Oh, yeah. Fucking hate it. I'm like, I I want you to do this in ink and then fucking scan it in. Sure, because you yourself are the uh, inkstress. Well, every, but most actually most artists, and probably because it is natural wine, I was, I was surprised mm-hmm. that they were like, I, I always paint it first or do yeah, it yeah. Know, with whatever, a paintbrush. But I think it look, you can just tell it looks so like, 
it's green for something it's, it's like yeah it just doesn't look right doesn't look right to yeah me. especially with natural wine you got to have that like you know real artist right like, yeah know. i think yes you want to build the i mean someone said that you want to build the texture you want to build the, mm, the mm -hmm. color the da, 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 da. and yeah right. you're not gonna get that on your on your ipad no you're not i will say too i did have a, a personal spiral moment where i one of the artists on here was like um you know, also, can we just say, obviously, all of this is just a big ad for these uh, oh, yeah, companies. But anyways, as is with Eater. But um, one of the illustrators was like, yeah, you know, I'm like working with Eric Wareheim on this project. And I was like, did I not know that Eric Wareheim had a wine company? I love his wines. And here's the thing. Yeah, me too. I buy, I buy one of those so wines all the time. Good. Why are they so I good? was like. I buy that glue glue. Oh, I bought so it for Thanksgiving. Good. It's delicious. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I know. That is the tea. Eric Wareheim's wines are so good. <sighs> Folks, I had a moment with myself. I had to check in, as I sometimes have to do, and say, is this good of me? Do I need to change something? No, What's I think going it's on? great. I think it's great. I'm just, I just... <sighs> It's too synergy. There's too much going on. I'm like, I just, the celebrity, I can't tell what's coming from where. It freaks me out. Yeah, I agree that um, celebrity. It doesn't say Eric Wareheim on the label. I'm like, that I don't even far. know. I can't, I can't make, I cannot make a conscious choice as a consumer in the right way if you don't put your, I don't know who's behind it. I mean, Eric Wareheim, powerful presence. He, <clears throat> what does he know? Because he is so finger on the pulse. He's got, he's, you know, Chloe Wise. Are they dating? Are they not? They're friends. Mm, They're dating. Mm, They're married. Mm, mm -hmm. You know, Tim and Eric Awesome Show, great job. I feel like that colored comedy for, yeah. you know, a decade. I mean, he must have some kind of mm. crystals or something. Something's going, something's going something, on there. He is tapped um. <laughs> He didn't know about Aziz, but other than that. Oh, did he not? Did he defend him or something? I don't think he defended him, but he's still on the show, I think. He has a show still? Aziz? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Either of them? I don't know. Yeah. I, don't I know. think Master of None is still kicking. No way is Wet Master of None still okay. kicking. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I, that's maybe just me being like, how is that possible? That's like... I think it was such a bad show. I never watched it, but I'm assuming. <laughs> um, <laughs> such a bad, horrible show. Horrible show. No, everyone loved that I, show. Are you kidding? No one, no one loved that show. Lillian, look it up. Listeners, please chime in if you loved that show or, or if everybody loved it or everybody darling, hated it. It was a darling, the It was not a, it was you not are a critical psycho. darling. You are misremembering this. I don't think so. I think we have different circles. <laughs> All right. I'm going to look. I think it was widely panned. No, it wasn't. By me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny. Okay, all right. All right. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Um, too funny. What are your favorite wine labels? I don't, I mean, I think I'm just like, I, well, I was actually thinking because we, I think it's almost not applicable to us in a certain way because I feel like we both know mm. 
what we like and we are familiar with enough wines and we've had enough yeah. wine that we it doesn't matter what the label looks like at this point. Yes, that's I think that's true. It's also interesting because all of these conversations are about obviously when you go to the store and you buy wine and that's not how you buy wine in a restaurant, obviously. You right, know, when someone's right. coming that's to true. us and saying, Oh, this is what I like and we're tailoring you right. know, when we're thinking about our wine list. Obviously this is right. we have jobs which we don't. We'll never have again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, like you can, I think it, it, obviously that's such a different buying experience because you're not looking at the label. You're just saying, I like it this way. And you're asking someone right. to kind of walk you. Right. I mean, I've definitely had that experience with people who are like kind of the opposite where I'll be like, this wine is this, 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 you know, and I'll bring it. And they're like, I think especially natural wine drinkers, they're expecting yeah, true. that fucking, I don't know. Like, what do you guys want? Like a goddamn. Yeah. I don't it's, know. It's interesting. Uh, like what do, it's like, it's such a feedback loop with natural wine mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because it's funny, like, natural wine, again, like, it's it was kind of made to be outside this Robert Parker um, world of scoring, mm. and, and, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then, and it was kind of popularized to be, like, it's okay to drink wine that's not labeled as good, and it's okay to drink wine that is to your taste, but then people are so out of touch with themselves and hate actually calibrating their own taste... That they're like, okay, so just funk? I'm hearing funk? Yeah, I'm hearing, I just want to taste dog shit. Yeah. And then it's like, like sa that same thing with the label. It's like, okay, well, I saw a couple labels that are a child's crayon drawing, so I just, can I, it's like, can I get that? Yeah, it's so weird. I'm like, this is the same fucking thing. It's just like somebody who, I don't know, didn't go to design school. Yeah. And I wasted kind their of, life, did it. I like... Now I feel like almost because I have to be contrarian at all times. Mm. Um, sometimes I like, you know, when you import, when you get something from you, I feel like Europe, they're just like where obviously natural wine is like an older kind of product. People will just do, it's literally so obviously made on like kid picks and they just had like mm -hmm, yeah. a nephew. They're like, can you make a wine label? And they're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of totally. like those when it's, like, so obviously shitty. Yeah. Totally. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just again, that whole, like, ugh, it's tough. Because I do appreciate, you know, like, sure, I want to give work to artists and have something be thoughtful. And that is, like, part of what we all appreciate about natural wine. But on the other hand, it's, like, it can really easily tip the other direction, so... A hundred percent. A hundred percent. High alert. High alert, you know? And I think, yeah, for sure. And I was reading this New Yorker article from 2019 um, mm -hmm. that is called How Natural Wine Became a Symbol of Virtuous Consumption by Rachel Monroe. Oh, yeah. And I think that, um, you know, that is, like, it really, like, the label and the packaging and da-da-da-da-da, like, it all speaks to this, like, consumerist, the idea that your purchasing power can somehow describe something about right. you. 
I mean, it's like that. Remember that piece that everyone shared that was like, uh, natural wine is my self care. Do you remember that? Of course I do, babe. Devastating to read. Of course I do. Um, that it's like that. And then right. The consumer stuff, like the fucking dumb ass bitch who went around with her, all of her waste in a glass jar. Oh, that God. girl. Yeah. She trash wouldn't, you know, she's like trash is for top. That woman was one of the worst people I've ever served in my life. And she was like, natural wine is like amazing for the environment. And I don't use single use plastics. I'm like, well, you're still a fucking cunt. So what do you want me to do with that? She was. No, I know. Uh... So it's like, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's just like, so you're an asshole. Uh, you're a rich asshole who lives in Williamsburg in a fucking condo. But, oh, my God, it's amazing. You don't fucking use plastic bags for your fruit at the grocery store. Kill yourself. Well, it's also like there is no anti-consumer, like, ethic. It's that you can consume your way into something ethically good when it's, like, actually, like, we've way overproduced most consumer goods and the ethical thing is buying used things. You know what I mean? Like it's yes. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but like right. buying glass containers, no, don't it's... do that. Just reuse the fucking Daisy container from your sour cream. It's also, I mean, we were the first to say it. The straw thing is not a big deal. <laughs> so literally go back in the archive. Our first controversy, um, but I mean, it's the same fucking thing. It's like, sorry, you're delu you're delusional if you think that you're making a difference. Yeah, sorry. I think, um, yes. Not, not, not in, not in every. No, but you know what I yes, mean. Yes, I, do. I, I don't mean like I don't mean like don't do things that are like ethical and good for the environment. But in that one mindset where she's like a celebrity for not having using trash, like yeah. I'm just like you're, she, that's yeah. not helpful. Um, famously came to the restaurant I worked at after she went to Caroline Calloway's uh, birthday party. That woman, the trash woman. These fucking people. Um, yeah, I think oh there is Sorry, something. I, just... I used to live with someone who had, um, briefly, uh, had this <laughs> um, issue of this, this aesthetic, um, like, it was very consumptive, but it was aesthetically not. So it was like a lot of the wick jars, wick jars, you know what I mean? There was like mm. a lot of charcoal, a lot of like glass pieces, but it's like all ordered from Amazon. It's mm -hmm. hyper consumptive. And then it was truly like something where I was like, oh yeah, that's just old. I have something that's old and not cute because I bought it from Target because I was broke right. when I bought it. And, and once again, that person is a cunt. Yeah. So and that I think it kind of... And it was like such a looking down the nose at it. And it's like, well, yeah, I could go out and buy like the... Now I can go out and buy the beautiful $400 coffee maker that is, uh, you know, a statement piece in the kitchen. But when I bought it, I had $29.99 to spend on a Mr. Coffee. And it is not cute, right. but throwing it away and replacing it right. is... Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's... it's No, totally. No, they're all fucking... That's why so many people in New York... I hate you. I know. I really do. <sighs> New York, what are we gonna do? I don't know. Everybody, can do? you please tell me and Kelly what to do? Thanks. Um, yeah. Yeah. Rough times. It's tough. Rough, it's tough Rough times. Here. Yeah, it's not fun. Um, I, you know, I did yeah. see that that person, 
uh, bought a glass top kitchen table, which I think are the most hideous things in the world. The which person? The person I lived with. <laughs> ah. Mm-hmm. I think those are so ugly. A glass top? Like a glass top kitchen table. Like a, it's like a round like kitchen table. Like it looks like patio furniture mm. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ugly. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Them's the breaks. <laughs> bad people make bad choices. Yeah, bad people make bad choices. Um, um, yeah. What do you think, um, I thought, what do you think, like, the ideal person, like, what, what other design projects have they worked on to make a natural wine label? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm. It's tough because everybody, there were a lot of people in here who were like, oh, maybe it was the first article. It was like, who's, like, worked on stuff for, like, Nike and Facebook? I was like, uh, that's bad. I don't like that. Um, that's a good question. Maybe, I mean, I feel like it's gotta be someone like all of those like Instagram people that do like their own little like posters and t-shirts and stuff. I mean, maybe like an album, I guess. Yeah. Album art. I mean, I love, um, you're, you're working for burger records. You're making cool psych rock album covers I almost I would like to have someone come from a like a 3d medium like I would like like a sculptor or even someone who maybe made like glassware or plateware or something that would hmm. be interesting to me to okay. then bring that to the okay. label interesting yeah that's a real challenge for that artist I would like to see that I would like more artists to be challenged I would like artists in that to way <laughs> thank you and I think that that's not you know they're not getting enough of that you know mm-hmm. these days um won't you pose that? I don't want their only challenge to be a bunch of I nines. Okay. I want it to be, Mm -hmm, I want mm -hmm. it to be mixed media. Exactly. I think that's a fair thing to ask of them. Um, I'm going to walk over to PS one right now (laughs) and take a look at our choices (laughs) and send some emails, send some emails out. I would like a Noguchi wine label. Thank you. (laughs) Thank y'all. Get Noguchi on the horn. I need to know (laughs) if he is available for a natural wine collab. I want Eric Wareham on one. I want Noguchi on two. And we're going to make this happen by the That's end of the day. That's me as a Hollywood agent. Yeah. yeah. Hollywood wine agent. Hollywood wine agent. <laughs> I got Eric Wareham on one. I got Noguchi on two. Let's get this party started. I don't know. I need these labels by yesterday. <laughs> um. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, a, a graphic designer oh. comes to me from, you know, I don't know, Pratt. I say, okay. I didn't know who you were with. <laughs> you like yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we have another possible future as a, as a art mob. Art mob. Uh, art mafia. I mean, that is what art is. It's just money laundering. No, for sure. I mean, yeah, I guess it's, art. it's a little redundant to say. Yeah. Um, so we should get in on that. Yeah, if anyone has an in on the art in the art world, right. please let us know. The money laundering um, aspect specifically. Right. Yeah, I don't want to be an artist. I want to use artists. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big time. Thank you. Time. Um, oh my god, but literally what are, uh, are we gonna do? Okay. Um let's do some housekeeping and then get the hell out All of right, here. Alright, let's do it, girl. Um, no new patrons, second week in a row, I think. <laughs> Um, but we do, Uh, we are going to do a fun culture club 
this this month. Yes. Yes, we are. Um, I do. Yeah, it's guys, you're not going to be happy about it, but it is happening. So um, if you go on uh, Google Podcasts, you can find this for free. I'll give you all the info. But uh, I thought it would be fun to listen to one unhinged episode of uh, Art Bell's show where he talks about uh, UFOs with uh, John Lear, son of the uh, inventor of the Learjet, uh, who is a crazy person. And um, if you're like me, you'll be on board for the first, I want to say, 41 minutes. Afterwards, you're like, okay, actually, wait, you're crazy. Anyway, I'll be interested to hear what you all think. Um, but it's the... Uh, at 41, you lose me. It's at 41, at 41 you lose me. They really did lose me. Um, there's a shortened version, a long version, uh, that you can find on Google podcasts. It's, uh, um, coast to coast AM with Art Bell, uh, Ramona and art triangle UFO sighting with John Lear. Um, it's either nine, three, 1993 or two, nine, 1994. I'll post it. You can find it, but you can just listen to them while you do something that's not, uh, mentally ill related like these guys are anyways we're gonna listen to that and then i'll do another regular patreon episode which should be fun and then we got our uh panel our wine panel on the 18th which should be a lot of fun zoom we'll give you the zoom uh info if you want to hop on we'll throw that in our bio sure yeah um i think that's it that is everything i think yeah, I think so. Um, but, yeah, we love you guys, and we hope that we are continuing to entertain you in these trying times. And, yeah, we love you. Okay, goodbye. Bye-bye.